turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Welcome to What's the Score, a series solely dedicated to the support of Central Florida's small business and entrepreneurs. Donated as a community service by Salem Media Group. Now, here's Christopher Hart and Rich Jekyll. Hello again and welcome to What's the Score, the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. And once again, we have a winning combination in the studio today for today's show and a very interesting guest. And uh, so let me first go around the table and introduce the SCORE volunteers and myself, Christopher Hart of the American Adversaries Radio Show. And in for Rich today in the driver's seat is Lucy Polito. Good to see you again, Lucy. Good to see you folks. Yeah, you just, you're just back from a nice little vacation tour I there. was. I was having a great time, but I'm glad to be back home. Uh, and especially after the hurricane. I'm kind of glad to be back home. I guess you would be. Also in the studio with us today is Robin Corbeil. Good to see you again, Robin. Hi, Chris. Hi, everybody. Yeah, good to see you. And uh, we'll get to the, today's guest here in just a minute, but uh, we always like to uh, preface things here by telling you a little bit about SCORE because every week we get new listeners, and that's why we do this. So it's uh, it's great that the word is spreading out there. We really appreciate that. SCORE is, of course, a nonprofit organization that's all about helping entrepreneurs and it's full of great volunteers like Lucy Polito here, who had a tremendous career with uh, American Express uh, that took her all over the world, right? Certainly did, and I'm very grateful to American Express, and I just like to give back to future entrepreneurs. And that's what she does, along with guys like Rich Jekyll and other great folks uh, all around the country. Uh, SCORE is a national organization. And that means that if you have friends or relatives in other cities, if they don't know about SCORE, tell them it's available for any and all entrepreneurs out there and people in sales because uh, there's a lot of great uh, information uh, in via seminars and uh, presentations that SCORE does that can help out any sales staff, whether it's an entrepreneurial or working for somebody else. So once again, this is the mentorship program is absolutely free and a number of the programs they offer are free. But they also have a great schedule of seminars for a minimal charge. You'll get really great information on how to run a business because you're getting it from people who have done it. Right, Robin? That's exactly right. And tell them how, how they can find out more about what SCORE offers. Well, first of all, they can co- they can go into SCORE.org. And That's the national website. Yes. The or, local or, one is Orlando. Orlando scored. Orlando.score.org. Thank you, Chris. All right. Yeah, got to get those details and in. Then, <laughs> I surprised you, didn't I? I know. And uh, tell them where the SCORE office is located here, please. Oh, we are located right down in the Fashion Square Mall. We're right next door to Planet Fitness. Um, and you'll see our mural on of the vines right outside. And everybody keeps telling me that there used to be a Sears on in that parking lot. Used you to turn be. in yes. right there, right it off of fifty. Be. Yeah. So just park in the parking garage on the west side. And, and walk-ins <laughs> are always welcome. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. And uh, let's remember that we are there from nine to five on a daily basis, and we always have somebody who is willing to help them, so they don't have to make an appointment. Just uh, be there, be ready, and we are happy to help them. And you can even call them on the phone, which is what we did uh, slyly here from the studio one day to Lucy because she was on duty that day. And you'll actually get a real person if you call during those office hours. Absolutely. And the number is 407-420-4844. By the way, that was Rich's idea. 407-420-4844. And he has not been forgiven for that. <laughs> okay. And so they have a lot of great programs, as I said, and uh, two of the more popular ones are the Coffee with a Leader and Lunch with a Leader. Yeah, and I might add that Coffee with a Leader is held at least uh, twice a month, and it is free. So if anybody is interested in learning more about how to start a business or all the problems and issues that come up when you own your own business, that is the time to go. Free with an expert who has gone through it. So, you know, folks, please take advantage of that opportunity. Free and- is good as... Uh, 
the what is it? The F word, as Rich says. <laughs> That's what he Free calls. Free is it. always good. <laughs> That's right. And the lunch series has a minimal charge. It's I think it's fifteen dollars, but you're going to get a full lunch served with that. That's correct, Chris. We generally we're doing the lunch with a leader once a month, and we only charge you fifteen dollars for the session, and that includes your lunch. And for any of these programs that they offer. Whether they're free or not, you need to pre-register because it's usually standing room only, right? Correct. And they, there's a lot of give, hand, handouts that they give you that you'll be taking home with you in the form of literature and information that will reinforce what the subject matter is. And with both the coffee and the lunch with the leader, the subject matter is often pertinent. In other words, it's very timely. Yes. Uh, maybe there was a change in social networking or something. You might have a... A series right. on and, that. And we also have, uh, sometimes we have attorneys that will tell us what are the updates on some of the um, laws. Laws and regulations. Uh, we, just, uh, we will have a, an immigration attorney as an example because we have a lot of people that are foreigners that are coming in with money who want to start a, a business and we'll be able to talk to them about that. So there's an, all different types of issues uh, when you're trying to open up a business and we're here to guide you right through the process. And you'll find the full schedule and be able to register at orlando.score.org. Or once again, just walk in. They'll help you out or give them a call at 407-420-4844. And uh, SCORE is there for entrepreneurs of whether you're just starting out or whether you've been in business a long time and have come up against sort of a roadblock and can't figure out why you're not expanding. They can help you overcome those sort of things because, as I said, They've done it before, right? And again, I want to emphasize, it is free. And so take advantage of that opportunity. Whatever problems you have in business, we have the expert. And please tell all your friends and family. And the word really is spreading, and we really do appreciate that. Okay, which brings us to today's guest. Uh, He's not been on the show before, so I look forward to finding out uh, what his business is all about. So I'd like to welcome to the show today, Fish Morgan. How you doing today, Fish? Or do I call you Morgan? Just call me Fish. I like that. <laughs> okay. It's All easy right. to remember. All right. Okay. Well, the, usually the first question is, uh, almost always, I think the first question is, are you from around here? I am. Actually, usually my first question is, what's your real name? <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm actually a sixth generation Florida cracker. No is that kidding. right? Yeah, I was born in St. Petersburg, Florida, that is. Right. And um, not a lot of people can say that. I feel like I'm an alligator. <laughs> yeah, because I've been in Florida that long. Just to find people who have been born here at all is uh, is fairly rare and always has been because yeah. so many people move here. Uh, so very, to find very so true. So I guess it was your great 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 grandparents. A lot of greats in there. Yeah. How? What brought them down here? Did they come straight to Florida when they came to the United States? Pretty you know? much. Yeah. I think they were following the mosquitoes. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay. I'm actually a lot of Native Americans, so I think my whole lineage goes back to the Indians. Right. So, like I said, I'm an alligator somewhere in there. Is that right? And now I'm just a fish. Now you're just a fish. All right. <laughs> so, Fish Morgan, and how did you end up in Orlando here? Well, uh, I was born in St. Pete. My dad was an attorney, and he came to Orlando to start a practice. Okay. And he started practicing law, I think, in 1970, 1971. And there we were in College Park. Okay. Really cool little town there. Yeah, Everybody right there. sure knows where it Just is. Just off Edgewater Drive over there. Yeah. Beautiful little town. Still is, but growing like every other part of this town. Sure it's is. insane how much right. many people are moving here. But that's what makes the world go around. Okay. Have you always been in business for yourself? Yes. Well, I went to culinary school. I went to CIA, which is okay. in upstate New York, in Hyde Park. Yeah, that's... So I somehow convinced my parents into... Pretty renowned culinary yeah, school. Yeah, yeah. I was going to get to that, but uh, I somehow convinced my parents that it was a good thing for me to go to this great culinary school. But I already knew how to cook. My parents are both really good cooks. Okay. And so I had a passion for it. And, and so they let me go up there. The experience of New York alone is this great, to get out of Florida... Now, the CIA is actually in, on the Hudson River. Okay. Now, when he says CIA, beautiful. he's talking about Culinary the Culinary Institute of America. <laughs> <laughs> Not the CIA. I, I don't think they'd let me get in there with a ponytail. Uh, who knows? You could go undercover. But uh, so I, I take it your parents probably had my had in their mind they would, you would follow them into law or something like that? I think, you know, I, I loved law. My dad was a really great attorney. 
uh, mostly trial litigation. Uh, and I loved law. I still do. But, I, you know, you always follow your calling, and my calling at that time was cooking. Yeah. And I figure the worst case scenario is I could I cook great Thanksgiving meals. Right. Even if I never used my education, which would was still be uh, the highlight of the family dinners. Yeah, right? that's what I figure. I could cook a good turkey. Right, right, right. right. So New York, that must have been an unusual. It was like, did you? You lived in New York for a while. I did. Didn't? I lived in New York uh, 12, 15 years. Yeah. So that's so you both were kind of like alien to that culture up there. It must have been an extraordinary uh, change for you. Oh, I loved it. I I moved up there. I think in March of nineteen. 92. And then right after that, it was like 13 Nor'easters. Right? And I was like, wait a minute, what am I doing here? <laughs> that's what I mean. Yeah, that's but, part you know, of it. When you're young, you can, you can, you can handle it. It was, it was a lot of fun, you know? And then, and then the next winter I lived there after I'd already done my culinary externship and come back, I think we had 192 inches of snow, which was to this day one of the snowiest winters that in the New Northeast. York, yeah. Because in, in that area of Poughkeepsie, which is where I live, there's, there was years where there's no snow at all. Wow. But it was like Buffalo when I lived there. So <laughs> I got a good spanking and a good appreciation of what it's like to drive and deal with in the snow, like injecting antifreeze in my car door just to get in it. Just to be able to get in the automobile. Yeah. Huh? That's wild. It was insane. It must have been. Um, For a Florida boy, yeah. I guess so. So when you came back to Florida, did you know exactly what you wanted to do? I mean, did you know you wanted to get in business for yourself, or did you think you would go to work at a, a fine restaurant or something? You know, there's so many great chefs that I think I would love to work for. But as my mom would probably say, I've marched to my own Tune. drum since right, I've yeah. been born. Right. So I did work for somebody for a short while, and I got back out on Park Avenue, and it was a guy who founded Barney's Coffee. Is that right? It was a coffee shop and restaurant called La Venetia on oh, Park wow. Avenue. Uh-huh. It was a great experience. But then shortly thereafter, my mom uh, is an incredibly talented lady, and she had an interior design shop on Park Avenue. And I found a little broom closet behind her shop that I figured I'd do my own thing. And that's how it all started. Is that right? A broom closet on 670 square feet, to be exact. Wow. That's like one of the, did you see that TV show, <laughs> Tiny Houses? He had a tiny <laughs> yeah. restaurant, right? Tiny restaurant. That's where it all began. The north end of Park Avenue, back in what they used to call uh, the Hidden Gardens. Oh, yeah. Oh, I remember yeah. that yeah. back there. Yeah. Little yeah. fountain back there. Yeah. It was a nice little sort of secluded yeah. place off the still avenue. Is. Yeah, yeah. It well, still, yeah, it still is. is. So yeah. My mom's interior design shop was Lee Morgan. Because she goes, my mom's name is Catherine Lee Morgan. Okay. So she went by Lee Morgan. Okay. And then we found the little hole in the wall, like I said, broom closet, and that's where Yellow Dog Eats started. All right. That's how it started. We're going to find out what Yellow Dog Eats is all about and more about Fish Morgan when we come back from the break. So you'll, you're definitely going to want to stick around for that. It's already an interesting story developing here, right? Okay. And don't forget, you are listening to What's the Score, and you can find out all about the seminars and the events that we uh, were talking about by going to orlando.score.org. Or just walk in, visit them over there, right, Robin? You're there. Absolutely. Come on down. That's right. Okay. And in the meantime, we'll be right back with more of What's the Score. What's the score? Once again, this is the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. And sometimes the winning combinations just come through the bumps and trials of life. Sometimes they come to you naturally. And it seems like maybe that was the way it came to Fish Morgan because it seemed like you knew what you wanted to do pretty early on in life, that you really enjoyed cooking. Obviously, you get uh, enjoyment out of seeing people enjoy your fare. So you you talked your parents into sending you to one of the finest culinary schools in the United States, I think, isn't it? Yes, I did. Very convincing I was. You must have been. <laughs> you must have been. And I, I suppose you met people from all over the world there while you were at the school. That was what made it so unique is all the people from everywhere, every part of the country, every age group. And that was, I still have friends that I talk to on a consistent basis 
And that was 1992, kids. That was quite some time ago. Oh, well, you've aged well. Once again, this is Fish Morgan. His business is called Yellow Dog Eats. You can go to Yellow Dog Eats. Yes, you spell it just like I said it. YellowDogEats.com. So you came back to Florida. You had all this uh, excellent training and schooling up there. Your mom had an interior design shop on Park Avenue, and you took mm. the, the, the cloak closet. And, and you might understand you turned it into a restaurant? Yeah, like I said, it was about 700 square feet. So we decided to blow it out, make it big. So we added a couple, you know, double sets of French doors. Okay. And started off with a standing room only counter and a little tiny kitchen behind well, that. But somehow we made it work, and that's saying a lot because well, I'm not a small person. What kind? What did you offer at that point? What were your? What was your menu? Well, uh, it was really cool because I was just so excited to do something on my own. And we started off really doing sandwiches. But how we named it was my dad and mom had this beautiful, this cool piece of art of this abstract dog. It was kind of funky. And okay. then up in the corner of this dog was scarlet and red, very southern, you know, icons there. So my dad says, well, I have we have this cool painting. You need a focal piece in this little tiny place. And that's how we ended up calling it Yellow Dog. It was actually my dad said, why don't we call it Yellow Dog? And I didn't really like it. <laughs> like well, the guy said when I first got here, he goes, do you sell dog food? I said, no, I, I'm not a pet store. Right, right. So I sarcastically sold some dog treats. I still sell dog treats, by the way. Just as a... But we do it for guy. fun. But back right. in those days, people would walk in because they'd never heard of it and go, what do you guys sell? Okay. But I really started, you know, doing gourmet sandwiches, paninis, and I sold a lot of gourmet food products back in those days. This is before I had my own food products. Okay. And we had a lot of things going on in a very small spot. Did you have trouble with the city getting permits because you were taking a space that wasn't originally a restaurant? And well, in Winter Park, everything can be expensive. Right. No offense to Winter Park people. Right. Um, well, that's why they live there. <laughs> yeah. But we really didn't. You know, it used to be like a storage unit, I think, for my mom. And mm-hmm. all we really had to do is get your, your regular food license, you know, to okay. sell food. Okay. We didn't sell beer and wine. Okay. And most of the stuff was retail items and some sandwiches. And so it wasn't really adding hood systems and, you know, big permitting stuff. But it wasn't cheap either. Other than getting set up, though, you had pretty low, uh, you know, operating expenses, didn't you? Yeah, compared to now, definitely did. Well, uh, I mean, it made it easier to make a profit in the beginning, wouldn't it? Have? Well, I'd, I'd say profits were our biggest priority. It was really just having fun and, okay. and doing something that I had a passion for doing. One, sitting with people and talking to them. And it, like I said, when you came in that small of a building, it was me entertaining you and asking what you like, and then we'd make you something great. And I have to say that uh, I, maybe later on we'll tell you how I got to know this place, but I'm sure that uh, your sandwiches uh, started being very good as they are even today, and I think that was probably the key. Well, I like that. That Aside sounds good. Aside from your personality, of course, of screaming and yelling yeah, and making I was, sure uh, everybody I was, is I felt the top. need to entertain because when people came in, they were looking right at you. And you're not hard to miss. Yeah, you know, I'm a big, goofy guy, so I was having a good time doing it. Uh, and fish, I have a passion for food. So uh, We're speaking with Fish Morgan, and he's a tall man. And um, so Yellow Dog Eats started off here. You started calling it Yellow Dog, and I, I take it Eats came in later? I think it was Yellow Dog Eats from the start. Okay, yeah. all right. At what point did you realize that, uh, okay, I need to do something bigger than this? I have no idea. <laughs> I actually just was enjoying the little small spot that we had. A lot of fun. You know, Park Avenue was a great place to be back in those days. Uh, had a nice little clientele. But again, it's hard to make money when you're in that small of a spot, you know? Sure. My parents actually, the quick story is my parents ran into Susie Carr, who's a realtor in Windermere, okay. who used to be our next door neighbor. And she ran into my folks and said, hey, how's Fish doing in the store? And my mom goes, well, he needs a bigger shop. And she goes, hey, my, by the way, the Gotha Country store, which is what I own, that's what you should do. Maybe you and Fish should do an antique store and a cafe combined. And But this is in Gotha. Yeah. Right? And so we grew, after College Park, when I was an uh, early teen, we moved to Windermere. 
So that's how we knew where the Gotha Country Store was, okay, which is right. still there, which is now Yellow Dog. Okay. So she owned it as a kind of country store, some beef jerky, Slim Jims, kind of mm-hmm. eggs on sandwiches and pickles pig's feet. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it was that kind of place, you know, pay phones out front. It was kind of just your neighborhood, you know, I'll go there and buy milk and... Yeah, I mean, Gotha kind of was place, a, yeah. a community sort of out there by itself. Yeah, not incorporated. That was like or the, unincorporated. It was like the say. general store, you might say. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. and um, so it was there for everybody from the community will like meet there, and uh, it was a lot of uh, construction workers, landscapers to go get their lunch. You know, as that development uh, was heading out that and way. Susie yeah. had owned it, and uh, I think that she was just reached a point where she wanted. Probably to do other things because she had a lot of other things on her plate being a big realtor. So she said, hey, what about you and Fish talking to my mom doing the antique store slash gifts with the yellow dog combined? And that's how it all began. That's how it all began. So you went out there and it uh, you're still there to this day. I yes. Think. And. So that's Yellow Dog Eats, and this this is Fish Morgan. And that brings us back to your name. Is is Fish a nickname? Yes, it is. Okay, all right. But uh, obviously, my parents would hate me if I if I said it was my real name. I, I was <laughs> my mom's say, lobster. What was what was going on there? Right, boy named Sue type thing. Right, but uh, uh, is it because fish is your specialty, or you always loved fishing? Or well, you know, I ironically growing up in Florida, I love seafood. Okay, you know. It really is one of my favorite things, personally, to eat and to cook. I happen to be pretty good at it. Right. Um, but the fish thing came from me in high school going down to the Keys. I originally wanted to be a marine biologist. Okay. So I would go to the Keys, one of my favorite places in the world, and I would collect fish, your tropical fish. I see. Bring them back, put them in saltwater aquariums, and then I just love being part of nature, you know, yeah. going out and being in the water. I'd collect you know, almost every weekend I go down there, and a friend of mine started calling me Morgue Fish. I got you, Morgan's my last name, and that's how it all began. I got you. I guess I, I got a nickname named Bird. This, uh, but I'll have to tell you how I got that. <laughs> that's my there, sister's right? nickname, by the Is way. Is that right? Okay. Give my sister a little shout out. Okay. That's her name. That's because she used to eat very little, so we called her Bird. Ah, bird like, eater. Get it? Eats like a bird. Sure. Eats like a bird. Um. So you're you're out there in Gotha, but now, like I said, that's that's Gotha. I mean, it's not Park Avenue. So did did you go out there with the gourmet fare, or did you have to change your you, fare? I thought you'd never ask. Okay. So when I decided to move to Gotha, people were just looking at me like, "What? Where?" <laughs> but remember what I said a few minutes ago. We lived in Windermere, so Gotha. You know, I was well aware how awesome Gotha was. It was a neat little. Small little town. Yeah, sort of bedroom community. Yeah. yeah. But if you think about the surrounding areas, you know, Windermere, Isleworth, all those areas, a lot of people that need something good. So I just had a vision to do something cool with that store. And it was a big risk, I think, because this was 1997, maybe, somewhere in there. A lot different than it is in 1997 out there. So right. people are like, "What? You're going where? From what? Right? You're going to Gotha from Park Avenue?" So, you know, we had we had an idea uh, that we can make it work, and you know, that's how that's how great ideas start. You just have to have the the will to make it through. Maybe some of the slower times. I think you have to have the will, <clears throat> and also, as you say, the passion to do yes. it. And a yes. good product and good guidance. Uh, I like this. This is good. <laughs> that is basically what you need. So uh, even today, I think if people, you know, people still think of Gotha as a little town. I tell you, I found his restaurant one day because I was lost in that area. Okay. And I was also very hungry. And all of a sudden I looked up and there's this sign that says Bistro in the middle of nowhere. And I thought, holy like cow. Like Pulp Fiction. Bistro. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, Bistro's a good name. It's, you know, it's got to be a good place. And then right. I went in there, and it was like, what? what? This is an incredible place. The and the jewel. food is very, very good. I can always remember the type of sandwich that I ate, and I thought, nobody's ever going to believe that I ate crap dog. 
Is that what it's called? <laughs> we'll go over some of the menu items, I guess. Uh, we'll have to pre-approve all, them, though, before the, the names are the break. really something. I can yeah. imagine But that. that's what's yeah. so shocking when you go down into Gotha and you see this amazing restaurant in the middle of a basically residential area. And then when you go in and you see how upscale it is, you know, and he, he did bring a lot of Winter Park over there. Yeah, I try to drag a few people over it's, there. It's very savvy. It has remodeled, I well, think, or you changed or expanded a little bit since I was there. And he's got Quite like five parking there. lots now. Yeah, it's like... How, was uh, that? How did that come about? Slowly but surely. We're speaking with Fish Morgan, and he's the owner-operator of Yellow Dog Eats. And there's actually two Yellow Dog Eats, I understand. So we're going to find out how that happened. And uh, I guess in, in his vernacular, he would say they reproduced. <laughs> so, I like this. <laughs> like so, tadpoles. Uh, that's it. So yellowdogeats.com is the website, yellowdogeats.com. And Gotha is the restaurant that we've been talking about. We'll tell you where the right. next one is and find out if it's the same fare and that sort of thing. By the way, his phone number is 407-296-0609, 407-296-0609. And yellowdogeats.com, once again, is the website. And uh, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, as I said, we'll continue the conversation. And Orlando.score.org is the place to find out the menu, if you will, of all the great seminars and events going on over there. And we'll maybe give you a little flavor of some of the upcoming events as well when we come back. So once again, check out Orlando.score.org. And don't forget, you can always walk in uh, 9 to 5, Monday through Friday, regular business days at the Orlando Fashion Square Mall. That's the National Entrepreneur Center where they've got a lot of great organizations over there. By the way, they have a great Hispanic Chamber of Commerce over there. You know, a lot of uh, people are coming here from Puerto Rico. And if you have had a business in Puerto Rico, go over there and, and check it out. They're, yeah, they're and I might help. add that I am also bilingual, so if anybody needs to speak Spanish and prefers that language, we'll be happy to help. Okay, and we'll be right back with more of What's the Score. Okay, welcome back to What's the Score. We've got a great conversation going on today. I hope that you are enjoying it. And uh, once again, please tell your friends and family about this show and about SCORE and all the great things that they have there to offer, primarily the free mentorship from great volunteers that they have there. I think almost uh, 70 in this local office now, isn't it, Lucy? I don't think it's quite that many, but it's certainly it's, 60, it, 65, maybe. Yeah. yeah, and these folks are from all different walks of life. Lucy, you were telling us that uh, you were you were vice president of operations uh, for uh, well, American, America for, for American Express. Yes, and so she has all of that experience to offer up, as well as her travels around the world and things that she's seen. And Rich was in marketing uh, for many many years. Uh, you also have people over there who have started restaurants and, and run restaurants and, and all walks of the business world. We have world. all types of people, people in real estate, people in finance, uh, law. Uh, law. We have every every possible uh, opportunity to uh, greet somebody is there with experience of many years. Well, and everybody has been successful at whatever they're their specialty has been. And for many of them, they got successful because they had to overcome blunders that they made along That's the right. way that they want to help you not make along the way. Even I had my own business at one time. So. That's right. I remember that now. That's right. So she has various experience. And as I said, uh, and what will happen is when you first sit down with them, they're going to find out a little bit about you and where your needs are to match you up with that proper mentor who can help you the most or mentors. Oftentimes, it's more than one. Correct. So, and then, of course, they have all the great offerings over there, like the breakfast and lunch series, right? That's true. That's true. Um, As a matter of fact, we have a coffee with a leader um, next week. I'm trying to think of who our our guest is. I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh, I know who it is. It's Marcus Alexander, Dr. Marcus. They call him Dr. Uh, What he goes to go by, Dr. Marcus Welby, MD. I want to say Dr. A. I want to say him. I'm just getting to know him. But I know that he has an exciting social media event coming up okay. for you there. All right. 
And all of these things you'll find at orlando.score.org. And once again, you do need to pre-register, or you can do it over the phone at 407-420-4844. And, um, okay, so today's guest is Fish Morgan, Yellow Dog Eats. And we've been finding out about his path to success, which took him straight to Gotha, Florida, <laughs> which, is, which is probably pretty unique in and of itself. But, uh, hey, you find opportunity where it is. And that was fertile ground out there you found. And so you you made it work. Did, not, did a lot of your clientele follow you from Winter Park out there? Because usually people who... They got a favorite restaurant. They'll follow it if it moves. Yeah, you know, I feel very fortunate that people were coming to see me. Right. I'm making the drive. Right. And if you really look at Orlando, everything's 20 minutes away from each other, you know? So people really were very supportive. I think it's changed a little bit where people kind of stay in their area, their little zone now. Yeah. um, Because there's more to offer. Mm -hmm. But back in 1997... When I moved to Gotha, there wasn't a lot of, you know, things out there. There was no fresh market, no Whole Foods. I was like, you know, kind of one of the only games in town. There's a lot, lot different than it, what it is now. There's so much more to offer just in West Lawrence County. I live in Winter Garden. It's just amazing how much growth we have out there. Well, in a way, that can be positive for you, but in a way, it can be negative for you because positive, more people, but negative, more competition. Well, you know, I always say that competition breeds quality. And so if you feel good about what you're doing and you keep your your head on straight and you do something consistently good, they're going to keep coming. And that's what I was saying a second ago is about how we've kept growing, but without ruining the authenticity and the... The really the passion that I've had for it and keeping it, like I said, authentic, authentic, authentic and sincere. You know, I'm still doing what I love to do and I love it as much as I used to from day one. And that's amazing, too. But that's being really means you are enjoying doing it. But there's there's a lesson in this, too, I think, isn't there, Lucy, that sometimes people focus a little bit too much on the competition? Yeah, there is. And but not I enough think- on what they're doing. <laughs> I think he said something that's very, very, uh, very true. People forget uh, what made him good and they kind of take it for granted and they don't want to improve sometimes on their product. Uh, and, and so they just think, well, everybody likes what I do, so I'll just continue doing that. And don't pay attention to the competition sometimes. Resting uh, on your laurels, maybe. Okay. Yes. All right. And yeah, so that's, that's uh, one of the faults of many of the businesses that, that we have seen even big businesses sometimes, I mean, they lose ground as a result of that because they just figure, hey, I'm, I'm doing a good job, so what the heck? You know, people will continue to come. And he has proven that's not the case. Uh, he continues to maintain the product and the service that he's always had. And as long as he does that and continues to always look at what his business is like, and I really like to get some information about you know, one of the things that we get an awful lot of is people who want to open up a restaurant. And that's one of the things we always look at. Many people who haven't had any experience in the restaurant business want to get into it. Many times because they know how to cook well and their family says, oh, yeah, he's a great cook or she's a great cook. But what advice would you give somebody uh, who wants to open up a restaurant today? Oh, there's so much. Um, one of them is what we learned in chess school. Seven out of ten restaurants won't make it. Yes, it was well, it was disheartening to hear when you're in culinary school sure. and you're all excited, right? And you want to maybe open up your own restaurant, or that's a lot of people's dreams because it is a great, fun uh, thing to do. But it does take a lot of energy and a lot of hours. But I would say that find that one thing that you can do better than anybody else, and that you're passionate about, and make sure that you're doing it. For the right reasons. I did it because, like I said a minute ago, again, I did it because I just loved people and loved food. I had the, I was very lucky to have my parents to help me financially, and it took a lot to get it going. And uh, the harsh reality is the finances. And usually it does come from family sources, yeah. either your own or your immediate, yeah. fam- your immediate family. Because those are the or people. investors, that, you know. Yeah, the people that believe in you and believe in your product. Absolutely. Yeah. A lot of people will do that. They have a product, you know, it's kind of like the Shark Tank. They go with their product 
and somebody believes in them and they believe, oh, this is this guy or girl has a great product. I'm going to invest in you. And that's that's what I love about that show. All right. There's people that are inspired and they are creative and that's the American way. Yeah, they, they show enthusiasm even when they have a, a bad idea. <laughs> um, but, but Fish Morgan is our guest today and he had a good idea and it turned into Yellow Dog Eats. And uh, he established himself in a cloakroom on Park Avenue. And then when that became obviously too small, he moved to Gotha. And the restaurant became successful, I take it, because you expanded. Well, you know, I did expand, but I did it nice and slow. Started off with like a little deck outside. We'd have little wine parties and had a blast. But it took me 11 years just to get my beer and wine license because I was across the street from a small church, and in uh, Orange County, if you're within 50 yards, I think somewhere in that area of a church or a school, right? you're really not allowed to serve beer and wine. Now, with all the growth we have in Orlando, that has changed. You have to get a variance. So right. I waited it out, and long story short, I finally got the variance. I've always been have a great relationship with the neighbors, and you have to if you're in a residential neighborhood. Because people have to put up with you. Sure, sure, in the traffic <laughs> and it's, all of that. It's right. such a great community. I have such a great relationship with my neighbors, residential people. It's it's very unique. Is there a lesson in that, Lucy, that uh, he grew slowly? Oh, and yes. Sort of forced to, in a way, but, but yeah, that he didn't try to do too much at one time? Uh, there is absolutely a lesson. Uh, that's part of the problem of many people. When they are successful, they just think that... They can just move across uh, the, the the area, uh, the city, or maybe even another city or whatever, and just assume that they're going to be just as successful there as they are where they are currently. Mm. And that's a big, big mistake because obviously you have to do your homework and checking out the locations, checking out an awful lot of things. I mean, what's the customer base going to be like and so on. There's a lot to be done before you really begin to uh, spend money on a second or a third location. When did you become confident, Fish Morgan, that you could take on a second location? And tell the folks where it's at, please. I'm not for sure if I still am. <laughs> you're, you're but still actually, um, how the second location in New Smyrna came about was... New Smyrna I, Beach? Yeah, New Smyrna Beach. Okay. Good old New Smyrna Beach. All right. 22,000 people. All right. New Smyrna is a great town. It kind of reminds me of Winter Garden. There's not a lot of chain restaurants. It's a small community. Right. It's a great beach town for surfing. And that's what I was doing. When I found the location, a friend of mine who owns a bed and breakfast uh, told me about this building, which used to be an oyster bar. And I went and looked at it, and then the light bulb went off. And I thought, this could be cool. And I really thought it could be cool because it was small. And I love the garden center in the back. At that point in time, there was a lot of oyster shells and kegs laying all over the place. I but I, imagine, yeah. I had a vision, like I had in Gotha, that I could make it work and do something cool and keep it. Um, it was small enough for me that I felt that I could do it without taking away from what I was doing in Gotha. But then at the very end, when I had already made up my mind to do it, I had a lot of cold feet because I just really didn't want to be away from the store because I'm there every day. I see. And my mom was the one that convinced me that I could do it. So that's what moms are, are good at. And so I'm glad I did it. That was 2014. Oh, wow. July of 2014. So it's been over three years already. So you, you've already broken through the threshold where many restaurants do not. Yeah, we've made it three years. That's a good first step. Right. Got a great crew. Is it the same fare as in Gotha? About half the size of the menu, so about 30 menu items. And we took a lot of the things that we know sell very well and are good and put them on over there. And, of I course, think, daily uh, specials, too, every day. The smart thing is like he did to do it small and not rush into it. Uh, again, when people have been successful at one thing, they they rush to do a second thing, and it may not be as successful uh, immediately. So the fact that you did it slowly, I think, is a very good uh, idea. And you've also sort of stumbled on a sort of a methodology, if you will. You You find these sort of small locations and sort of obscure places and bring something new to them. And it's working. It, well, thanks. I, I like uh, New Smyrna, and I believe in the community, uh, just like I did Winter Garden. That's why I moved there. So okay. New Smyrna Beach is, like I said, I just really, 
you have to feel it in your gut, and it has to feel right, and it just felt right. Okay. All right. If you want to feel some of his fare in your gut, and I'm sure it'll make you feel right, <laughs> you need to go to Yellow Dog Eats. You can uh, find their locations at yellowdogeats.com, one in New Smyrna Beach, as we just told you, and, of course, the one out here in Gotha. So that's yellowdogeats.com. Fish Morgan is the proprietor. Okay, when we come back, we'll finish up the conversation today and see if he has plans to find a little place in, who knows, Bithlow or something like that, right? All right. So Not opposed to Bithlow. There you go. We'll be right back with more of What's the Score? Okay, welcome back to What's the Score, the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business, like Fish Morgan has with Yellow Dog Eats. You know, I've never been there, but I can't wait to try it. And, you know, he's never advertised on radio, I don't think, have you? I have not. Well, I bet you he gets some calls from being on this show. It happens so very often. And that is because radio is still one of the best forms of communication and advertising that is out there. may seem old-fashioned to some. But guess what? People still use it because it works. More people uh, listen to the radio each week than watch television, believe it or not. That's what the the agencies tell us. And almost 100%, 95% of the people will listen to radio this week and next and the week after and the week after. And the most listened to radio format is this one right here, Talk Radio. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. So if you'd like to get your message into the ears that you want to hear it, then you need to go to radio, or at least consider it. And consider talking to Bill Files. He's the station manager here at the Salem Media Group here in Orlando, Florida. He's been in radio all of his business, and he can explain to you how you can most efficiently use your ad dollars right here on radio. You can either sponsor a show, you can have your own show, or you can just use radio advertising. It works, guaranteed. Okay, that's Bill Files, 407-618-1760. And Fish Morgan is our guest today, Yellow Dog Eats. Dot com is his website. I take it when people go to your website, they're going to find your menu? They will. And some of the menu items, can you just kind of <laughs> tell us what they are? Well, now people know me for doing barbecue. But some of the original sandwiches we were just talking about, one of them called the Holy Crap. Okay. That's that's and, and who, that came, here, right? who came up with that name? Like, your it's dad actually, came up uh, with the name of the business, all right? Right, right. Uh, I think actually that was a customer because the customer said, "Holy crap, this is so good!" Okay, and that's what we called it. <laughs> all right, all right. That's logical. So we do. What so, is that? What kind of sandwich? It's is a that? pressed turkey sandwich uh, with some bacon, a little bit of uh, pesto okay. in there. All right, and it is. I tell you, that's of your own creation. It was a special that we did in the restaurant, and people loved it so much, hence the holy crap, and that's what we decided to call it. Okay. All right. Well, how about another menu, menu item? One of my favorites, I think my mom, I liked, I always say this, and it's my personal favorite, it's called the Johnny Rocket. It was named after an architect in Winter Park named Johnny, who was our neighbor in Winter Park. And uh, he wow, came the rocket in, part. Yeah, he came to in wanting to do... Spicy peppers on his turkey sandwich. And then next thing you know, we were putting raspberry jelly on the sandwich. <laughs> okay. So think about it. The sweet, the salty, right. savory, right. The spicy. Hey, it sounds delicious. So that's what it is. Turkey sandwich, a little citrus mayonnaise, uh, spicy cherry ring peppers, a little raspberry melba, a little smoked gouda cheese. It is absolutely one of my favorite sandwiches to this day. And I know it's my mom. Is that right? Are the menu items uh, inexpensive or fairly inexpensive? Well, you know, food has gotten more expensive. We'll have to, you know, so is gas, so is everything else. So I've always said we have to make it affordable. So I think it's very affordable for what you get because what we were saying just a second ago is give them quality. And so I like to use the best ingredients that you can buy, and that's my culinary background is to is to give someone the best I can do. Best bacon, best meats, mm-hmm. cheeses. And people will have always been more than willing to pay for good quality and consistent quality. Do you uh, also cater to people uh, health food and, you know, who are very healthy oriented? Absolutely. Folks? In fact, you see it happening. More vegans, more vegetarians. 
<laughs> and we have a vegan and vegetarian menu at the dog. Now you're talking my language. Yeah. You see? I love vegan food. Um, I actually had a kitchen manager for two years that was a total vegan. Mm-hmm. And so I learned a lot from him. And just, if you love food, it, you don't have to eat meat. There's so many good things to eat. You know, we do a lot of heirloom vegetables, heirloom tomatoes, mm-hmm. original varieties of stuff that have flavor and great flavor. These are original varieties of things before they started hybridizing them. And they lose their flavor every time you dilute them. So we're focusing even more on the vegetarian and vegan items. This is another lesson because he's he's anticipating how, right. how his uh, market is going to go. That's right. Absolutely. And the trend. And what about all of their products that you also sell with the Yellow Dog Eats brand? Yeah. So a lot of barbecue sauces, chow chows, chutneys. Chow chow is kind of like a kimchi meets a salsa. Uh, I, I grew up on chow chow. Yeah. People in the South very know much chow so, chow Very much so. Very much so. It's yeah. a, also an islandy thing. The Trinidad people mm-hmm. also mm-hmm. love chow chows. Mm-hmm. And those are healthy options rather than a thick cream sauce that's going to you know, be a lot of fat. Chow chows are very fresh, simple things that you can go on a side of fish. Um, we do a lot of, like I said, a lot of fresh salsas and a lot of chutneys, too. What are your hours? 11 to 9, seven days a week in both locations. Okay. Yellowdogeats.com is Fish Morgan's website, Yellow Dog Eats. And Yellow Dog Eats Kitchen and Bar is is that uh, that's part of it too, right? Yeah, we named it uh, Kitchen and Bar because it has more of a. This is the one in New Smyrna. Mm-hmm. It has more of a bar feeling when you walk in the door. There's a long bar because it used to be an oyster bar. Oyster bar, right? Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of how we named it. That. So once again, you didn't try to go in and, and just rebuild the building. You accepted the building like you did in Gotha as was. Yes. And used that sort of charm and character to your advantage. That's the best part of it all. I think the building was built in 1944. Right. And, and we'll probably survive many a hurricane. Yes. We'll be standing yeah. there when all the brand new ones are laying on their side, right? Absolutely. Uh, because back then they knew what they were, you know, the, the, the severity of the storms and and they, they built they stuff built right. to last, right? They built stuff right. Exactly. Exactly. So where next? Oh, thought you'd never ask. Now, I've always tried to do things consistent, and that's one thing. It's not getting ahead of yourself. But I am interested, and I'm always looking for that next location. But it's not something that I have to do. It's something I feel that when I find it, it'll be right. Any thoughts of franchising? I've never really f- thought about that. It's it's such a close to my heart. It's kind of like my my kids. So to me, it's like so, em- you know, embrazened in my soul that it'd be hard for me to franchise it because I like to have control over it. You know, All right? If anything, I'd like to maybe find someone who might be interested in having their own store, whether an employee or not. Maybe they can eventually take the name and take some ownership, and we can open up some more of these. But it's hard to do. It's hard to find the people that have that passion for it. Yellowdogeats.com is the website, 407-296-0609. 407-296-0609 is Fish Morgan's phone number. If you might have in mind what he was just talking about, and uh, Yellow Dog Eats. So, uh, Lucy, what would you give him any advice, uh, having heard all of this here today? Well, I think the big advice is, and that's true of any business you want to start, you have to have the passion for it. Because that is that part of, of that. Yeah. Passion yeah. is what it's all about. If you want to be successful, that's that's one of the motors that keeps you going, that makes it happen. Any business, doesn't matter what your business is, if you don't have the passion for it, uh, then you can't take on all the problems that are going to come with it because there is nothing easy in this world right Uh, it's the passion that gets you through the tough times that's right agreed it helps you take the risks it makes you take the risk either way you want to look at it and uh but in the end i mean you succeed or or fail you you still at least know that you you did your best absolutely and 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 if you and, and if you can be persistent you'll you'll win out in the end and um you certainly seem to have done that with yellow dog eats and, I and appreciate that. And what about the fact that he's got so much humility in the fact that he's getting to do what he loves to do? And I think that that really conveys and the pride that he takes in his restaurants as well. Yeah. 
Well, I'm sure your parents are, are quite happy that you did what you did. Uh, for no other reason, they got a lot of good food they can eat every day. So, right, <laughs> except for I changed my name to fish legally. Sorry, mom. Oh, you did? No, oh, I well, didn't. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and it's what is your real to, name? Uh, it's Fishtifer. For those of you in Radio Land, try to decipher that one. Okay, Fishtifer Michael Morgan. Fishtifer. All right, that's uh, Fish Morgan. Yellow Dog Eats. Yellowdogeats.com is the website. And if you happen to be heading over to Nurse New Smyrna Beach, check them out. And you might want to make a special trip out to Gotha and I think uh, check out the restaurant out there. It's worth the while to go to Gotha because it is a unique place. Uh, so I think it'd be certainly, it's kind of, if you have nothing else to do once Saturday or Sunday or any time during the week, yeah. I think it's an interesting place to see. Well, a good and part of course, you're going to get good food. So, And it usually has musical entertainment, don't you? Thursday, Fridays, and Saturdays. All right. <laughs> Once again, you can find out all about this, and you still go to the Gotha store every day? Every day. So you'll have a chance to meet Fish when you go there. That's Fish. And do you still entertain the uh, clientele when they come in? Like you did I do my park? best. I do my best. No tap dancing, but a lot of bad singing. Oh, uh, okay. All right. That's Fish Morgan at Yellow Dog Eats. And uh, once again, it's it's all about the passion. You know, you, you, you want to find that passion in your life, and then run with it. And some find it early in life, some find it later in life. Um, in my case, I found my passion, radio, much later in life. But uh, whenever you find it, run with it. Because, like Forrest Gump. Exactly, because the, the things you regret, and I was once told by a very wise person I considered to be, uh, the things you regret most in life are the things that you don't do that you think that you, you know, I wish I'd have done that. I wish I'd have given that a try. Right? And you're not going to have that regret when it comes to uh, Yellow Dog Eats. Right? No, I will not. Yeah. So, uh, once again, it's a, it's a great story, and we wish you luck going forward. And uh, I certainly look forward to eating at your establishment. Okay, that's yellowdogeats.com, the website. Gotha and New Smyrna Beach are the locations, 407 296 0609. And don't forget to check out the SCORE website. Check out their menu for seminars for the Breakfast and Lunch series. And you already have the Breakfast and Lunch series is already mapped out for the rest of the year, don't you, Robin? We do, but there will be a new schedule coming up in 2018. They're working on those events right now. Okay. And people can sign up at the website and get emails, uh, alerts, yes, right? Yes, they can. And uh, again, don't forget that uh, breakfast with the leader is certainly a free opportunity to learn from people who have had a, or have a business and have been successful at it. And uh, I think you need so, to get this guy to come down there and get well, a present. We're going to get I'm him ready. in. He's, right. he's committed to uh, coming in uh, and do one of our sessions. So I think that'll be very interesting. And we have some very interesting personalities always. Uh, and uh, again, the thing to remember is that we have experts in every field. And if you're interested in thinking about opening a business, come to us first. Uh, it's free. It's uh, very good advice. Sometimes people take it. Sometimes they don't take it. But we're there to give it. It's free and it's based on experience. All right. And it's all available to every one of you. Orlando.score.org is the website. 407-420-4844 is the SCORE phone number. And the location is the National Entrepreneur Center in the Orlando Fashion Square Mall. That's going to do it for this week. So we'll see you next week with more of What's the Score?